Over 20 years ago, I was injured on the job, which left me with a severe permanent disability. It forced me to discover my true passion and purpose. It wasn't until I started my direct sales business and later became one of the company's gratitude ambassadors that I realized I am a giver, a humanitarian, a cheerleader, and have a deep desire to inspire others. I had no idea it was possible to have a bigger impact until I launched my podcast to inspire others to live their passion, reclaim their purpose, and be open to so many possibilities. I am your host, Candace Snyder, and this is the Passion, Purpose, and Possibilities Podcast. Welcome to the Passion, Purpose, and Possibilities podcast. Today is the first episode of season two, and I am super excited to introduce you to my two guests today, both amazing and inspiring men um, that have a lot to share, and I can't wait to dive into this with them. So my guests are from an organization called Bridging the Gap and the Coffee Platoon. So my first guest is Mike Ferraro. Mike is uh, the chief door opener for Bridging the Gap for Veterans and the Coffee Platoon Commander. As president and founder for Bridging the Gap for Veterans Foundation, an IRS fully determined 501c3, Mike is an accomplished corporate, government, military, and business entrepreneur with strategic, operational, and tactical leadership talents and an exceptional record for establishing and cultivating long-term relationships, creating sustained revenue-generating programs, and leading new business ventures. At Bridging the Gap, he leads a national effort to help educate and advocate the military community to find rewarding career paths. Using an innovative program, Mike launched the Bridging the Gap Career Academy to enable all veterans to succeed during career transition. He has hosted a grassroots career program called Top Gun Ignite Your Future on military installations and via webinars with tremendous success for military candidates to meet hiring employers since 2016. I can tell you so much more about Mike. Um, I'd, he has got an amazing bio and he's going to be sharing all the things that are happening at Bridging the Gap in just a minute, but I also want to introduce you to Joseph. Uh, Joseph is part of Bridging the Gap as well. He's an experienced writer, copywriter, branding and content specialist, and also an accomplished entertainer. He's the marketing manager and wears many hats at Bridging the Gap, and he helps with fundraising, press releases, all their writing, and he is instrumental in keeping the business going because we've had several conversations, and I know that he's an important piece as well. So welcome, Mike and Joseph. I'm so happy to have you here. Well, it's a pleasure, Candice. I, I look forward to uh, getting to know more about you as well and, and everything that you're doing with this wonderful podcast. But uh, thank you for that warm welcome. Thank I mean, you. It's a ple pleasure for me as well. Thank you. I uh, I feel like I, I should have provided you a longer bio now that I've heard Mike's. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, you are a very important piece to this whole foundation. And I'm sure that Mike uh, appreciates you and everybody that gets to connect with you appreciates you as well. Well, I, I hope so. <laughs> Absolutely. 
So like, on the like, podcast, we talk a lot about stories of transformation or transition. And this is huge because, you know, our military, our veterans, when they come out of the service, they're ready. They need to get ready for a transition or a transformation in their life. And I know that it's not easy sometimes. So, uh, Mike, maybe you can share a little bit about your transition and how you ended up starting Bridging the Gap. Uh, absolutely, Candice. So I was pleased and honored to serve in the military for 32 years. And I kept screwing up and getting promoted, so I never left. <laughs> and um, it allowed me to experience some uh, uh, amazing um, uh, career opportunities in the military, uh, one from starting as an aircraft mechanic all the way through to being in charge of 28,000 airmen around the world. So when I retired, I left, I had this void in 2013 that I wanted to fill where I can help other folks in transition uh, that are, you know, searching for that career that they, they want to get into. Because I felt that as well. It's very difficult when you leave the military and you go from as very disciplined, organized, um, hierarchy of command and control for your career and mentoring and all kinds of great programs to all of a sudden you're out on the street and now you're either retired or you just put your four to six years in and you don't know what to do. You don't know what, what the first step to be. So I can appreciate that. And so I wanted to start a program where I can utilize all the experience that I had in leadership and also in mentoring and also in understanding the culture of the military, not just from the Air Force, but from the other services. And, and then put together a program that would allow people to uncover their skills and what they want to be and then help them get a door open. So I came up with the idea of being the chief door opener so that I can connect that bond with that employer to that candidate and step back and let them, you know, have a relationship so they can get an opportunity to, to talk to them. We do that by speed interviewing. I'll get into that more later. But the, the key thing was, it was, I saw it very difficult in the transition and I wanted to educate people how to transition properly so they can find a rewarding career like I had in the military as well. That's amazing. And I'm thinking like, I bet my dad probably would have wished that he had something that he could have um, connected to, to help him when he got out of the military. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So tell me how people can find you as far as like, what is, what is the way people connect with you when they get out of the military? Like, what is the step? Sure. So, so what, what happens when you get out of the military, there's a retirement side, which is a mandatory class of five days and you get uh, uh, entrenched in all kinds of things from like your, your VA benefits to your life insurance, to buying a house, to all these things, uh, careers, um, opportunities where they teach you how to write resumes. It's a five-day week program, as well as for those people getting out pre-separation, you know, just four to six years in and going back to their home or record. And there's a uh, program around that that's mandatory. It's a law, actually. And that's where they find out about us is through that class on, on the installations. So that's one way. The other way is we work with all the different Guard and Reserve and active duty units directly and uh, they know about us as well so their their organizations know about us from a, a variety of, of of sources so we have flyers there they know us from various events that we've held before as well as like student veterans 
we're connected to the Student Veteran of America program as well. So the colleges know about us as well for if they're graduating or they need an internship, we can help them with that as well to get them in, in front of an employer. But to reach us is bridgingthegap.vet is our website. It's bridgingthegap.vet. Vet. And, um, and people reach out to us all the time. We get dozens of resumes each week to help people. Uh, we seek out as well. We're not just waiting for resumes to come in. We're actively engaged to try and help people get uh, to reach us. Uh, we're on the radio. We're on. Uh, we're not on television, but we're on the radio, and and we have billboards and and so forth. But we have a great relationship with Soldier for Life. Uh, that's an Army program, the P three program, which is a public private partnership with not just with the Army but the military, the military spouse employment partnership. We're certified with Secretary of Defense for that to help spouses out, and. Um, and then uh, the different uh, unemployment offices and workforce development uh, boards that are in the county, we partner with them as well. So like the Monmouth County Workforce Development Board, we're partnering with them to help them uh, get veterans jobs when they have their job fairs. I think this is incredible. I'm, it's not until talking to you that I see how big this is. You know, I, you know, I see the website, I see the list of things you do, but speaking to you, I'm now seeing like this much bigger picture and the impact that you have on helping others, you know, when they transition from the service. Um, now, I know one of the things you offer is job fairs, correct? Correct. Yep. And how often do you do those? So, so we started with uh, hosting our own kind of setup, Top Gun, Ignite Your Future. We did that prior to the COVID situation. Um, we're, go we're going back to that. We're, we're playing one of those this year, but we now partner with the workforce development boards and other, other vocational schools. For instance, the Ocean County Votech, uh, we're going to be supporting their veterans hiring for trade positions, you know, plumbers and, and electricians and carpenters and all that kind of wonderful careers that you can get into. We make a lot of money doing that. And, mm -hmm. uh, and so, so we, we actually, augment them by helping them find the veterans to attend as well as also help them find employers who want to attend as well. That's some of the things that we're doing with the workforce development board. So it's a variety of career fairs. It's also our speed interviewing. I mentioned this in the beginning. So what we do with speed interviewing is we educate the veterans on military spouses as well on how to get a job and ignite your future. Ignite's an acronym. And it starts with identifying your natural skills and abilities, which is what do I want to be when I grow up, all the way through to being the E, which is employment readiness. And that's what we speed interview with about 20 companies that are hiring. And you get a chance to meet every company for seven minutes face-to-face -face, with a resume, no resume, and explain who you are and what you're trying to do and you know why you joined the service and what kind of career you're looking for now. And then you go down the line, like a speed dating or a speed volleyball, and you get the chance to really get a career the following week. You'll get interviews uh, set up for the following week to meet these employees on site. And so so it's a supporting career fairs as well as the speed interview. I have to say we've done over 100 speed interviews over the last seven years, and hundreds of people have got jobs that way. That's incredible. Really. I'm I'm. I can't even, I know you probably think I'm crazy sitting here going the incredible and amazing, but I really do feel like this is such an amazing program. And I'm hoping that, if, you know, when people are listening to this, you know, anybody who's transitioning out of the service to please contact Bridging the Gap. 
Um, so you have another part of your company called the Coffee Platoon. Can you share about that? Sure. So I'm excited about this because, you know, coffee is near and dear to my heart, like like billions of people around the world. And so I was always looking for a way to supplement and have a predictable revenue stream into the nonprofit. And I, I wasn't sure what that was going to be, but over time I started thinking about it and I wanted to follow what Paul Newman did back in the eighties with Newman's own. And he created something with using food products and beverages. And I said, I want to follow the same thing. And he gives back. So the whole idea came up to be coffee with a cause and, you know, freedom tastes good. And, and so coffee now and now hot chocolate as well is a, a way for us to, um, to, to be a distributor and, and be able to use that money back to our programs for scholarships and service dogs and our clothing store and some other things that we do. And it now has turned into a whole new line of opportunity for us that we'll share later. But um, the coffee platoon, it salutes the military. It's each, each blend that we have salutes the military, whether it's the Army Strong, the Anchors Away, the Aim High, the Semper Fi. And it gives us a chance to say thank you for your service. And it's in, it's in shop rights. It's in uh, food towns. It's online. We have a coffee fundraising. Uh, we're doing other things that are amazing that we'll share a little bit later. Well, coffee is one of those things that my friends know that, like, I'm a coffee queen. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm all about supporting that, too. Um, Joseph. So maybe yes. tell us a little bit about your role um, at Bridging the Gap in the Coffee Platoon. Okay, well, much of what Mike has just outlined you, uh, besides being uh, excited and supportive and, and just loving what I do and why I'm doing it, uh, my job is to let people know about it. One of the questions you asked was, how do people know about it? Now, internally... They know about it on base as they're transitioning out. But just in case they were uh, sleeping during that class, uh, there's, uh, you know, there's the public outlets such as uh, Mike mentioned radio. I write those ads, uh, billboards. I work with the graphic designers to design those billboards, uh, press releases. I work with different news uh, media outlets to get uh, stories out there and press releases. You, you know, it, we, I wrote a, uh, basically a biography on Mike and the company and where we started and where we are today as a team. And uh, that's being published in, um, in a lot of local online uh, uh, magazines, such as uh, Tap Into, which is by the town. You know, every town has their Tap Into. Uh, it's been in New Jersey, New Jersey Business Magazine. It's going to be on Princeton Mercer Regional Chamber is going to be putting it out on their online magazine, as well as their newsletters. Other creative ways coming down the, coming down the pike is like we're, we're uh, entertaining uh, another uh, another media outlet, working with them to do uh, live spot reads. Uh, we're looking into a minor league ball field, very popular minor league ball field, doing some advertising at the field. Um, you know, and as, as someone who has been an entertainer for over three decades, who's always been a writer, uh, and, and knowing Mike for a good portion of that time, the two worlds came together when uh, Mike was interested in some copy for a campaign. And he said, oh, I didn't know, you know, that, that, that you wrote as well as being a performer. And so uh, it, it, it came together kind of organically. 
but also by design. And I'm happy it did because uh, I love I love what I'm doing. I love the coffee. Uh, I love Mike, if I could say that. And uh, although he's a pain in the neck to pin down, <laughs> um, you know, and and it's and it's it's a creative way. I'm I'm doing, and some of it's technical. You know, how how, how is the traffic on the websites and how how are the emails barring and things of that nature? That's part of being a marketing manager, but uh, and dealing with all the different uh, uh, marketing vendors. But also it's a creative way to get the word out for something that uh, I love, which is the coffee, something that I believe in, which is bridging the gaps efforts. And uh, so I really didn't know that I would make a, a, ch- a change, such a kind of dramatic change in my life, different trajectory at uh, 34 years old. And uh and uh, and I did, and uh, this is um, a, a much better plan than I had hoped for. Uh, and we are uh, we are just beginning. I mean, I'm just scratching the surface of ways that I'm constantly either inventing or making relationships with different people to take us national. To uh, you know, basically, you know, Mike's a great. Uh, he's a great fire starter. He's entrepreneurial and the stuff that he kind of sparks. I try to, I try to fuel the flame and make it, uh, make it interesting to the masses. Um, and I do, as you said at the top, I do also play a hand in, um, bringing in the other nonprofits, letting them know about the, uh, the fundraising piece, which, uh, I think Mike mentioned, he's going to outline a little more because it's a, it's a very big and exciting thing that we're doing that really, it, it, it feeds so many ends, uh, bridging the gap as well as whatever the nonprofit might be, whatever they need funds for or use funds for. Uh, the coffee is evolving from a marketing standpoint. We are going to be redesigning the packaging. Uh, we're working with other very recognizable and identifiable nonprofits to, uh, co-brand for lack of a better word or be their coffee supplier and just to sort of uh by association uh people will see that not only is bridging the gap a great foundation but look at the other great foundations they're working hand in hand with it's really like um it's this great network that uh that mike is creating and hopefully that i am uh uh making people know about I think that this is like kind of like the epitome of passion, purpose, and possibilities. You know, you're. Well, I, I hope so because. Oh, yeah. We, we were going to do a uh, pogo jumping today, but uh, we took this into the head. So, um, the pa- you know, the passion to help others, obviously, and your coffee passion, and, you know, bringing bringing the masses together and supporting different causes. I mean, it's all wrapped up into one. So it's amazing how coffee really, coffee itself is like bridging the cap, right? It's correct. Yeah. You know, so Mike wanted, Mike, I wanted to go with knee high, uh, knee high, the, uh, <laughs> the sugared beverage, but Mike said coffee and I'm like, why coffee? Nobody drinks coffee. And then 
I was wrong. 155 million people a day drink an average of three cups a day. So I was like, all right. Stealth <laughs> <laughs> the knee high idea. <laughs> There's so many things I want to ask you both about. So I'm like, where do I start? So we're going to come back to the coffee and the fundraising part in a minute. Okay. But you, you do have this. You need me to run you over a cup? Is that what you need? <laughs> I have a cup right here. <laughs> but it's not a cup of ours, I can tell you right now. Oh no, I know. We'll I'm gonna get, get it. Up. As soon as we hang up, I'm gonna get it. We'll bring you into the platoon. We'll bring you in. Okay. So um you have a couple other programs I would like to touch on, and one of them is the Operation Suit Up. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, we do. So let's let's talk a little bit about that. So, so Operation Suit Up was uh was something that started back in September of last year. It was an idea back in the spring to expand the capability of what we offer our, under our services under Bridging the Gap. Because what I found over the last seven years is many, many veterans who we help with resumes and prepare for interviews and, and, and advocate for them, they show up to the interview not dressed appropriately. And some of them are young and they, don't, they can't afford a nice suit uh, so they'll show a baby in a blazer, sometimes not either. And, you know, I felt like I'm helping them get to the door, but I can't really open the door because they're not dressed for success. So I was trying to figure out a way how to how to do this. And uh, we got a grant from the county um, last year to help us fund some of these programs. And that helped us kind of generate this new offering Operation Suda, which is we do, we get donated gently used suits, blazers, shirts, dress shirts, ties, and so forth. Uh, no shoes, but just the, the basic stuff. And uh, they're all cleaned already, dry cleaned ahead of time. And then the veterans and military spouses can come in, even family members of military can come in and pick out what they need for an interview. And if it's a special event as, as well also. So we have three office, three rooms here full of suits. It's it's a, it's a really a retail store that's associated to our complex that we have here in Wall Township. And uh, it's been fantastic to be able to give people suits and see the smiles on their face when they put it on and say, wow, I'm wearing a, a Joseph A. Bank $700 suit and they're going to get it for free. So, so uh, we, had a, we had a kickoff um, ribbon cutting with the commissioners of the county, with Congressman Chris Smith's office, with other prominent people in the, around here. And uh, that was in September, and now we're guns blazing, trying to do both, bring in the suits, and also hand it out as well. Right. Um, how how awesome is that? Because of the confidence that it gives somebody to feel like you can walk into a, a room, you can walk into an interview, and know like, you know, I feel good about how I look. Correct. That's, that's incredible. These are male and female, by the way. These are I'm both sorry, male and female. Both, both male and female. Okay, that's good to know. Um, also, you have a program with uh, dogs, right? Where you're helping them, um, helping those that need companion, dog companion or pet companion. We have a companion program and a service dog program. The service dog program, we just donate funds to it once a year to vetdogs.org, which is in Smithtown, Long Island. They actually raise the puppies, uh, and then they're about two years old, and they start getting them ready for service dog training. 
So they get foster care while it's going on until they're ready to be able to handle that. And then near and dear to our heart is right here in our backyard, the Monmouth County SPCA. So we formed a, uh, a partnership with uh, the Chief Ross Lucitra there, who was the chief uh, of, uh, of the SPCA, and a veteran's pet adoption program. So when you go to rescue an animal, whether it's a dog, a cat, a bunny rabbit, we pay 50% of the application fee. We used to pay 100%, uh-huh. but we found that some people were bringing back the animal and we were losing our, our, our um, application fee. So we decided to put skin in the game and they have to put 50% up. We put 50% up. It's still $300 that we're donating and uh, be able to support them and uh, make them happy having a companion animal as well. And might I add that the reason that we don't offer shoes in operation suit up in our clothing store is that we have a, uh, a cobbler, his name is Geppetto, and he's making little shoes for the animals <laughs> that we pair the veterans up with. So we're very focused on little shoes for little animals. But uh, it's right now, it's, a, no, it's, in the, it's in the think tank. We're not sure if we're going to go with it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am the comic relief. I am the comic yes, relief. I know, I know. <laughs> so is there another program any other programs that we didn't touch on that you want to share about before we go back to the coffee yes yes there's another program called back the blue so okay. we uh provide a scholarship to the highest performing veteran who's in the police academy in the in the graduating class um and we provide them a 250 dollars scholarship to say thank you Really need to say thank you for you joining to be a police officer. And that's for a local municipal, municipality or it could be for the sheriff's office. And um, because we all know uh, the applicant uh, amounts are down uh, significantly. And so we want to say thank you to those veterans who want to step up and be a police officer. And that's our ways of uh, really uh, honoring them at the same time. Yeah, I was going to a- even ask you, but well, before you said that, I was thinking like, what is like the percentage? I don't even know if you know this, but what is the percentage of those coming out of the military that decide to go into law enforcement? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know that answer. Um, but I can tell you this, uh, that many of them who uh, either have infantry background or uh, security forces background in the military, even even special forces, um, I would say a, a, for a good percentage would probably go into some kind of security related, law enforcement related kind of career. I personally know some that have done that. That have, have literally had like a career in the military and then they were young enough and then had a career in uh, law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Well, we definitely need to support our law enforcement as well as our military veterans. Um, anything else program wise? You know, we, we are constantly looking at other ways to kind of reinvent ourselves a little bit um, and, and brainstorm some ideas. We have something that we're working on, Joe and I, but we're, you, we're just not ready to release it yet, but you're going to love it because it does end in a, it does begin with a C and we'll, uh, we'll, so I'm looking at the four C's. I got coffee, I got careers, we got clothing. So we got one okay. more. One more C. And this, this is the one that's going to bring, uh, uh, bring it all together and, 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 and unite communities and raise a lot of money. But, uh, Mike, you may have missed over coffee commander. Um, we do have that. That's right. Yeah. I mean, the I coffee commander that. program is, is a unique program as well, where we, uh, uh, enlist or secure corporations, employers 
uh, who would uh, would buy coffee from us and uh, in kind. And so about $50 a month of coffee will go out to a military unit that they want to sponsor uh, or, or a police department or a firehouse or EMS or, or some unit that they wanted to say, thank you for your service. Thank you for protecting our community. And it's, it's a way for the community to then give back to the, to that organization, that military, for instance, and say, thank you for your service. Uh, you know, one coffee at a time. And so for six months, they get a chance to do that. And then we create we're a meet and greets where they can meet the military units, uh, a, ch- a chance to build a relationship up and potentially recruit, recruit people to join their company as well. So it's, we call it a coffee commander. I like it. Mm. Very good. Yeah. Okay. So back, well, I'm excited to find out about this fourth C, but I guess, you know, I'll just have to be patient and wait. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so let's talk a little bit about the coffee platoon and the fundraising part. Mm-hmm. So, how can somebody get involved with that part of bridging the gap? What George, do you want to start this one? Yeah. Well, we've made the process as easy as possible. I won't go deep into the history where it was. Uh, uh, you know, it was kind of old fashioned in like when you think of the scouts selling popcorn or plants and the Girl Scouts selling cookies and there was paperwork to be to be uh, rectified and door to door. And we got rid of all of that. We completely made it digital where essentially if they either scan a QR code somewhere, they see it or they jump on the website, which is the coffee platoon fundraising dot com, uh, like no mystery, very straightforward. Uh, there is a very simple application, you know, name, address, phone number kind of thing. And then what is your mission? Are you, uh, you know, are you in a charity sense? Are you a youth league looking to raise money as they always do to get equipment, go traveling, uh, enter competitions, you know, or are you uh, an organization that works with veterans that works, you know, everybody does something at the bottom line. There's so many nonprofits and everybody's trying to do a little piece of good. So uh, we, took uh, we took the understanding of what it is to be a nonprofit and to be looking for funds. And we took the most widely uh, drank beverage in the world, which is coffee, our coffee, which happens to be good, and put it together and got rid of all the, uh, all the stuff that, that makes people afraid of fundraising. And we made it digital. So they go on the website, they fill out the form, they upload a logo, they upload a mission statement. In other words, what we do, why we're raising money. And now they're ready to go because we hold everything uh, on our side, the coffee, the, even the records of, of sales, everything. So all they need to do is really take that hyperlink, that unique hyperlink. It's almost like we create them a little web page, a portal that's linked to their logo. And they go on, they let their supporters, their friends, their family, their coworkers, anyone and everyone they can know, hey, we're selling this coffee and uh, they can do that through social media, which everybody's on their phone all the time. Anyway, they can send a text, they can send an email, they can print off the flyers we provide, which have a QR. So, you know, we, we, we inspire them to get creative and to be diligent and essentially to, to really bring it down to uh, it's, you know, it's common denominator. The people buy the coffee and the, uh, the organization, the nonprofit, the charity, whatever it is, they get back $5 from each unit 
purchased. Uh, we ship throughout the campaign. If, if people want to ship to their home, we can arrange a whole drop point so there's no shipping cost involved. Then they can distribute it, and we pay right as soon as it ends. And if they decide to keep it going for a long period of time, we still pay them monthly, not at the end of the entire campaign. So they have cash flow. Uh, it's been working out great. We've got some uh, very recognizable uh, organizations, you know, like like national brands that are doing this, that rely on uh, on fundraising. And we also have small little local school uh, teams doing it that also rely on fundraising. So, and the the um, the caveat, if you will, is that the little profit that comes of the it's split three ways. Basically, we obviously have a roaster to pay and packaging to pay for. Uh, the organization is going to get back five dollars, which is over which is over forty one percent of profit, and the uh, you know. The, the balance, if you will, the $3, three and change, whatever it comes out to be, whether it's K-Cup or Grounds, goes back into bridging the gap for, for our programs and services that Mike just uh, eloquently outlined for you this morning. So it's truly a win-win. Yes, yeah, we, we both had the same thought there. Yeah, it's definitely a win-win. Um, and I'm thinking, you know, you know that we're going to be doing something with the fundraising and the coffee. Yeah, now you got the plate cursor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. So, um, but also I'm thinking of so many other people or so many other organizations that I know that I could, I could bring to this part of Virginia. We, we welcome referrals. It's all, it's all about, it's all about uh, networking and, and spreading the word and a domino effect. Uh, I go to a, a, a chamber event, meet someone who is in accounting, but happens to it just so happens that the uh, the accounting firm, the person who runs, is very uh, philanthropic, and so all of a sudden they're introducing us to other other nonprofits, and now we're you know working with them. So yeah, it's all about uh, it's all about networking. It's all about people helping people. Right. So did did we say when the first the next career um, day is the the job fair? I don't think we did. No, it's, uh, it's uh, March 28th, and it's going to be at Brookdale Community College. And uh, that's one sponsored by the Workforce Development uh, Board for Monmouth County. But uh, we're partnered with them on on that uh, job fair. And we'll be uh, reaching out to all the military veterans in the county and, and the associated areas here to get them to come on out and meet these great employers or, or hiring. And some wonderful positions as, as well. Yeah, I have the... Uh I have the, the the straight up information. If we're if we're doing a a plug, I'll say that, you know, if we're doing a plug now, I have that. I provide that whenever you're ready, Candice. Oh, and also, good. good. So I'll share it for sure, and we will definitely put all your links in the show notes. So yeah. people that are can't write it down, they can get it. Yeah, it's on the Bridging the Gap events page. It's on. Mammoth Resource Net, which um, they put it on the events, and it's on. If you're on Mammoth Resource Net, Bridging the Gap has a profile on there. It's on that page as well. Uh, obviously, I'm sure Mammoth County Workforce Development 
you put it in and it's going to be on there. Um, we're hoping that uh, with this, um, you know, as a result of this interview, uh, that we'll, we'll recycle this, all of us, and put this interview out there talking about it. So people know who we are, people know about the job fair. And But <laughs> uh, the spring job fair is Tuesday, March 28th. Uh, early access is from 10 a.m. to uh, 11 a.m., such as for people with disabilities. So again, it's Tuesday, March 28th. From 10 to 11 is early access for veterans and people with disabilities. The entirety of it is from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., and it's going to be at Brookdale Community College, the Collins area, which is parking lot seven, which is in Lincroft, 765 Newman Springs Road. And finally, that I'll give uh, a phone number, you know, direct to the source and website for information. The website is uh, workinmammoth.com, very simple, workinmammoth.com. And the phone number, which no one will remember this, but it's going to be on the workinmama.com site. It's uh, 732-683-8850, extension 6011. I know no one got that, but remember that it is the uh, Monmouth County Division of Workforce Development Spring Job Fair, Bridging the Gap, and the Coffee Platoon. We'll, we'll be there, and we will be the piece that... Um, and, and you know what a job fair is? Obviously, you meet all these different companies. You get to find out what they do. It's, you, you know, you're not lost in some giant pile of internet resumes. You, you get to meet them. You get to find stuff out. You get to get business cards on the spot. And we'll be there doing the same thing as a liaison for veterans looking to be employed. Great. Did I say that good, Mike? Yeah, perfect. <laughs> get, all, get the whole thing covered. Thank you. Is there anything else that we did not touch on that you either of you would like to share? Just that i like to share that to the audience listening that our main, our main purpose, because, you know, we talked about our passion about helping other people, servant leader kind of thing that we have, Joe and I and the whole team. But also our purpose is really to, to help others be successful and in their career opportunities. Uh, and we, we built a framework here in Bridging the Gap to make that happen. And we've got a, a, a history now and, and a coalition of companies that support us to get people jobs and to give them a door open directly. So someone contacts us and says, I'm as, I just can't get an interview. And that happens every single day. But we're able to go directly to that source, that HR director, and then send them the resume on, on the interview, on an email, so they can get an interview, at least a phone call back. And so when we hear that, back from somebody who's gotten the interview, got the job, and now is going to have a starting date. And they tell us how they love bridging the gap on, the, on our mission. It's like another log, another log in the fire, you know, to give that energy internally, intrinsically to say, I got to do more. So when I wake up in the morning and I know Joe feels the same way, I jump out of bed because I can't wait to help somebody else and get their career to go as well. I love what you guys are doing. So, as I had mentioned before, everything will be in the show notes, all the links, so that people will be able to get in touch with you um, and and you can help them and, you know, they can be on their way to their new life and dreaming bigger and more possibilities for them. 
right? Fantastic. Yep. That's it. So on the podcast, I ask my three P questions. So I'm going to ask the, and you can both answer. Um, the last one, you can have more than one answer. If Peaches, prosciutto, and pears. I got this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not it? Okay. No, that's not it. Different show. Yeah. So the first question is, what is something you're passionate about that people might not know about you? Uh, so for me, uh, people don't know this at all, but I love making, I love making wine. Oh, Wow. So I love, I've been making homemade wine for 18 years mm -hmm. and I'm very passionate about it. It's, it's a, it's a fun hobby and it actually opens up so many conversations and relationships and so forth. Because when my, even when some of our sponsors find out that I have a hobby of making wine, they want to try it. And, and so it's, it brings us together. So I'm so you know passionate about that. It's such a great hobby to have. I'm just throwing this out there, okay? So, I love wine myself. <laughs> Have you done a wine tasting fundraiser? Not yet. Not yet, but well, I'm thinking about cocktails for a cause. Oh, okay. That's a good one. So, that may, like it, 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 it has, to, has to end with a C so far. Yeah, right? <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think you want to... Uh, uh, convolute things too much right now and throw wine into the mix. <laughs> <laughs> Unless we have them drink the wine and then uh, have them sign up for fundraising. That would exactly. <laughs> Joseph, what about you? What is something you're passionate about people might not know about you? Well, uh, I would, my go-to, I'm, I'm, I am a very complicated guy who sort of, is also very black and white. Like I, I, I never, I don't bowl. <laughs> I don't make wine, but I drink it. Uh, but I would immediately go to my two children. But then again, everybody who knows me knows that. So then I would have to say that it was, it was one thing for a very long time and it's in the arts, but, uh, what, what I'm really passionate about is uh, writing, creative writing. And I've done everything from scripts, uh, refurbishing scripts, consulting on scripts, uh, and every kind of script from animation scripts to, to uh, uh, people wanting to do uh, self-promotion website blogs to, uh, to sitcom scripts. Uh, yeah, I really love working with scripts. I've done other kinds of writing. I've done some memoirs. I've done some blogs. Uh, obviously for the company, I do more of a technical uh, content branding, copywriting role. But in my personal little space, uh, I do like, I do uh, enjoy creative writing, especially script writing because I get very lost in it. I can see, I can see the on-screen visual as I'm writing it. See, now, if I didn't ask you that question, I would have never known that about you, right? No, because um, people don't know. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll pull back the bell and tell you that the entertainment thing that I've been doing for over three decades, and no one puts this together when meeting me because I'm, I'm like an intense, serious guy, but I'm great at what I do. I'm a stand-up comic. Oh, very cool. Yeah. And you know we're the darkest, most miserable people, so it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my second question, I guess, Mike, you can answer this first, is 
What is your definition of purpose? Uh, for for me, definition of purpose is is really goes back to being a servant leader, um, because I find like that's been my core my core foundation of my purpose in life. You know, uh, you know, having a purpose driven life all centers around being a servant leader, and it's really given back to to people to serve others first. That's really been my pur- my purpose, and I tried to do that in the nonprofit that we run. I try to do that in anything I do in life and um, people who don't read know that of me. And even in my, my military career, I, I found that working with people in the military who are type A personalities, and as soon as they got a chance to know my leadership style, they kind of gravitated towards uh, how I, how I lead. And um, it was very successful for me. So, so servant leadership has really been my, my purpose. And Joseph, what about you? What's your definition of purpose? It's funny. Uh, I found myself in recent years asking myself that same question because I thought I knew for so long. But uh, uh, stripped down, uh, it's a it's a blessing and a curse that I think my purpose is to make others happy. And definitely a blessing and a curse. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm, gu- I'm guilty of of uh, being very concerned with others' happiness. I think that, I mean, that's a great thing, but you also have to make sure that you're happy as well. Right. right? I tend to not put my oxygen mask on first, if you know what I mean. Yes, definitely. <laughs> and that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my third question is, um, is there a possibility, a dream or a vision you have that hasn't come to fruition yet? Yes. And for me, um, Looking at the the whiteboard, you know, and saying, okay, here's here's where you know we are today from a company perspective, and here's where we're going. Our vision, um, I, I find that the the possibilities of what we're doing with coffee is really endless. We are finding ways to to uh, uh, put, get programs using coffee to help not just our company raise funds, but to help other nonprofits you know, with, with coffee opportunities and business marketing around coffee that can help someone in a career. that can help somebody in a, in a not another nonprofit program. And so I see the possibilities of using coffee as our tool to really uh, help other nonprofits and reach their mission. So we're not even, you know, a 10th of the way done with expanding out and we're going to use that model that I just created here to to make that happen i love it what about you joseph is there a possibility a vision or a dream you have you wait wait to happen possibility vision and dream uh well working on the island no iron island uh Uh, again it comes back to others happiness and and being a dad i I lived through my children and if they're, if they're well adjusted, happy and comfortable financially, <laughs> I, I've, uh, I've lived my dreams, but, uh, on the, on the, uh, you know, looking inward side, uh, the possibility would be to, uh, uh, have, have my, uh, response to some of my emails. <laughs> 
<laughs> that was an inside inside joke. <laughs> you better laugh. <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, I want I want to see something happen. And since I'm here now, it would be within the wheelhouse of the coffee platoon. I want to see something happen that um, is just. I don't know, so so successful, so well received, and people people reap joy from it, you know. And I think this is, you know, that's why I entertained for so long. But um, like anything else, you get tired of that sometimes. And and I'm excited about this. And yeah, I think what Mike said to see this vision come to fruition would be just wonderful. Yeah, and I have to say, I had reached out to you guys and. The same day on my way back from an appointment, I saw one of your billboards and I was like, well, you just, you just telling me, here's my new, pur- here's my new purpose. I, I, not purpose. Here's my new possibility. Okay. okay. Uh, I, I never, I never really tell any, you know, uh, my family knows it. Obviously Mike knows it, but I, I, freedom tastes good is, is a brand tag. I wrote that. And I'd love for that to become as popular as Coke is it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That would be, that would, that would be like the ultimate uh, feather in my both writer's cap and marketing manager cap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. I love that. So I loved our conversation. I'm excited for all the things to come with Bridging the Gap and the Coffee Platoon. I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure the word is spread, you know, far and wide. Thank you. And um, I want to thank you both uh, for joining me on the podcast. And I look forward to doing some some work with you guys. Absolutely. Okay. Real who, pleasure. Who do, we, who do we see for the appearance check? Uh, I, was told I, was, <laughs> I was getting an appearance salary. Uh, <laughs> not me. <laughs> uh, I'll see Bill on the way out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, Candace, thank you so much. It, it yeah. really is a, a pleasure to meet you, you know, and uh, everything that we shared today uh, is, it's been fantastic to reach your audience and we love the, uh, what you're doing as well uh, with the three P's and, and this podcast. So thank you again for allowing us to come on. Thank yeah, you. Good work. And, and, and I hope I don't get fired as soon as we hang up. <laughs> <laughs> thank you again. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed the show, please submit a rating and review and share with a friend. This helps us reach more listeners so we can make a bigger impact. From time to time, we share our reviews live on our episode. Your review could be the next one we share. Please head on over to our website, passionpurposeandpossibilities.co to receive a free gift I am waiting for you. And if you heard something today that truly inspired you, I would love to hear about it. You can email me at Candace Snyder at passion, purpose, and possibilities.co. Thank you again for listening.